on this week's episode of Third and Forever. We're going to go our, give our full week one recap, uh, and then we're going to introduce for the first time this season our segments. If you're not familiar with those, we give out our MVP of the week. Uh, obviously, goes to the player or coach or team, whatever you want to call it, uh, that had the best performance of the week. Uh, then we give our Nathan Peterman Award winner, which let's just say it's the opposite. Uh, then we go into stock up, stock down, and then we preview our week two. Um, go, and then we're going to end the show with our two-minute drill. We're going to do rapid fire, two questions each. One of us is going to ask the each, each other here, and then we're going to kind of go around in a circle. Hopefully done in two minutes. We've been 100% this entire time. Yeah. So before that, uh, I think we have to give out a little hammered heartbreak. Uh, Dustin is the loser, the first ever hammered heartbreak this season. So he gets three shots plus one more because of Mr. Justin Fields failing to throw for just a 236 a, yards a below yeah, we, average. We just got to, we just got to start out big here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to so, get them all out of the way in week one. So that's the show this week. All right, let's go. This week's episode is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. I want to tell you about the easiest way to get some action on sports. It's Underdog Fantasy and their Pick'em game. Just pick higher or lower on your favorite or least favorite player's stats, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Underdog keeps it super simple with their easy-to-use website and mobile apps. Pick between two and five players to fill out your Pick'em entry, get every pick right, and take home some cold hard cash. Use the code 10K and get your first deposit doubled up to $100 by Underdog. Once again, that's code 10K on the Underdog app or go to www.underdogfantasy.com. Welcome to this week's episode of Third and Forever, presented by 10,000 Takes. I'm your host, Adam Oz, joined always by my co-host, Kevin Olm, and producer, Dustin Luco. Kevin, week one's basically in the books. We got Monday Night Football left, but yeah, we got well, 15 games in. So it, It's over, and but before we start, now that we got week one of the books, we yeah. got a shit ton to talk about. Yeah. And I did feel last week like we were a little bit low energy. So I want to make sure that we don't carry that that into this week. I we were we were kind of I think we were tired from you know the grueling off season, <laughs> and now we're full of energy and excited. Yeah. Um. So I just want you guys to know that I expect you to be very animated, especially Dustin. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna do my best. Well, he's gonna have some liquid courage to help him. Help yeah. Him should get we that. Should we kick off with? Yeah. That? Let's let's kick off there. Uh, and let, let's just start with because it's we're doing hammer heartbreak for the the Bears Packers game. Let's just start with that one, uh, even though they were at 325. Yeah. So we saw the Green Bay Packers who were not favored in this what game. Was it two points. I think it was like a two or one, or one two, and a half. One and a half. Yeah. Uh, going down to Chicago to take on the Chicago Bears. Um, both offense or both teams kind of had their fan bases were not really hundred percent sure what to expect from their teams this year. I don't know if it answered any, all the questions. We got some bit of clarity. Um, it appears that the bears still cannot beat the green Bay Packers. Correct. And they lost 38 to 20. 38 to 20, and so while Dustin is pouring out That's his right. shots. We're just set, we're just giving you guys a little lead in the overall standings of Bears-Packers so, so it, we can have an epic comeback. Yeah, also, if yeah, you're keeping good. track at home, that means in order for Dustin's ceiling to hit, the Bears are now going to have to win 16 in yeah, a the, row. Yeah, the ceiling is in serious jeopardy. Um, I'm not going to have enough for four shots. Yeah. Here. 
Well, you might have to carry you know, one into do... next week or something. Yeah, I, after I can, we kick this yeah, bottle. Yeah. yeah. I can either do that or, yeah, that'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. So but that's easier. So, okay. Well, however many shots you can get in this one, and then we'll, we'll have see. to carry over because we're not doing Hammered Heartbreak next week anyway. No. So we got a little break. We got like five weeks. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, anyway, Dustin's doing his first shot now. First of four, three for Hammered Heartbreak, yep. one for Justin Fields, not hitting 236 yards passing, 20 yards short. Yep. And, uh, yeah, talking about this game, I said it last week that, God, it would just be so beautiful if the Packers went out, Jordan Love looked great, and kicked the Bears' asses. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, look what happened. Yeah. Jordan Love looked pretty awesome, if we're being yeah, honest. I, I wouldn't say he was great, but he yeah. had a, he had a, he wasn't great on the medium-distance throws across the middle. I feel like he hit a lot of guys kind of behind them they still caught it but yeah he he wasn't flawless but he was excellent on third and fourth down when it really mattered i don't think he like every third down they failed to convert they went for it on fourth down they got it there was a touchdown to aaron jones yeah uh the the first touchdown to romeo dobbs was on a third down third and eight or something like that and they got in kind of a lot of third and mid third and long kind Mm -hmm. of situations that they kept getting out of it and I mean, Jordan Love, two two forty five, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Lowered his shoulder and you know took somebody out at one point. I mean, you you could tell he was excited. They showed his mom in the crowd about fifty thousand fucking times. Oh, so it's like uh, Hutchinson on Thursday night with his parents. Okay, well you, you but you have to either it, you can't flame Rogers for hating his family. And then no, I'm just saying you just like you you were annoyed by that. So I'm like, it was like how they kept showing Hutchinson's family. Well, Hutchinson's family is like he's well, they were also wildly mic'd up. Yeah, they were they were actually mic'd up. And that was bizarre. (laughs) It's one thing to show them a bunch, but to like, hey, let's put a mic on this this family here. And they need to do that for the Kelsey parents. I hope my son does well. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I don't. So, yeah. But Jordan Love. Obviously, it's too early to proclaim, to anoint, um, to do any of that stuff with Jordan Love. Yeah. But this went about as well as it could have, all things considered, for Jordan Love. Yeah, and, and like we said, too, last week, um, it's not many other teams that you want to start off with yeah. than, like, the Bears. Yes, it's division rival at their place, but this is a team that won three games the year before. Like, And their defense yeah. was not very good. Well, and, and playing the Bears in Soldier Field is almost an advantage because... In the second half, they're going to get booed. Like, yeah. Unless they're winning by a lot, <laughs> yeah. which they were not. I mean, they got booed multiple times in this game. You could hear it on the broadcast. Yeah, and, like, Jordan Love didn't – I wouldn't say there was any, like – his performance was as good as you could hope for. You could tell it was like a let's ease into this, get our feet wet kind yeah. of a thing. You didn't see anything where he was having to do things like, way out of structure. Like, yeah. everything was very – all right, how can we make this as straightforward as possible? Well, Which he, is what you want to see in a, he, in a guy did, that hasn't had much time. He did fumble a play action on the bootleg, pick it back up, and throw it 40 yards to a to guy, a guy that's apparently, by himself. Yeah, that looked like he just wandered in on yeah. the field. Like, I, I don't know how he just – and he was – you know, I think it was Musgrave, wasn't well, that it? Was, so like, he had a, lo- and that a large was, human. That was the scheme where he kind of gets, you know, lost in the, the play action and then leaks out yeah. up the sideline. Musgrave, I will say, you know, we saw some flashes – uh, dead to right should have probably had two touchdowns. He kind of flattened out a route to the sideline that he should have carried up. Yeah. And he also on the play that we're talking about lost his feet. Like as he, he kind of started to backpedal, he was so wide open that I think he just kind of panicked Yeah, and barely caught the ball and ended up, you know, getting touched down at like the seven. So 
I like that he's getting open. I just wish he'd catch it better. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> what are your What are your thoughts on AJ Dillon? So this is something that I want to talk about. I had a note, um, and I want to start with the good. Yeah. Which is not AJ Dillon. It's Aaron Jones. <laughs> Aaron Jones is the other AJ is awesome. <laughs> Aaron Jones is so fucking good at football, and it's it's a dead. It's like beating a dead horse at this point. But every Packers game, going back to last season, the season before, Aaron Jones will get five touches and he'll come off with like 35 yards, like, you know, a lot of production. Yeah, he only had 11 touches. Well, That's... and yeah, he, he had five on like the first drive. Yeah. And then he had five at the end of the first half. Yeah. And it's just like this weird thing where Matt LaFleur just decides no more Aaron Jones. Yeah. Like, I don't well, know why. And the, the announcers were talking about it. And I know they, I think they interviewed LaFleur as well Yeah. at halftime. But they were saying, they're like, yeah, you just got to get Aaron Jones involved. They come out on their first drive. And now I think that was at like 56-yard screenplay. Yeah. Him. Well, and and he, he, I think he ended up getting the touchdown too on like a one-yard run. Yeah. And like that was, people were tweeting like, did Matt LaFleur go on Twitter at halftime and see <laughs> all of us just roasting him about like, mm-hmm. have you seen this man, Aaron Jones? Right, second so, shot's going down. Second shot. Uh, so Aaron Jones... Awesome. Now he did pull up with what looks like a hammy uh, after a long touchdown. So I mean, I was like the fourth down. Line hopefully it's okay. It didn't look too bad. I mean, he was getting stretched out on the sideline. We'll see. Yeah, he just like kept running in the tunnel. He's yeah, like, I'm just gonna go straight in. Yeah, here. he like grabbed. His, <laughs> yeah, you could see him he, as he he's grabbed finishing. his leg yeah. at the end. And I mean, but he was stretching out. They got him on the sideline cam, like goofing off for the camera while he was stretching and stuff like that. So. Uh, hopefully that's not a big deal, but back to AJ Dillon, yeah. your original question, AJ Dillon, do you remember? So like in star Wars in episode four, when Luke's training on the millennium Falcon and he puts on the helmet where he can't see yeah, and he's better. Yeah. I think that we need when he's to using give, the force. <laughs> I think we need to give Aaron Joe or uh, not Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, a a similar apparatus, a like visor, a, like that a you, visor that's opaque. You can't, you can't yeah. see out of it. You're just like, all right, fuck it. <laughs> like the darkest visor you have, because AJ Dillon has like negative vision, mm-hmm. and I I kind of I made that comment to myself while I was watching the game. I was like, this dude is just he's not finding holes. He's just running into bodies. It's the same offensive line. Like, it looked like the offensive line just decided to block worse for him. And I think that's got to be a function of the vision. And then right after I thought that, they threw out, like, a big, you know, orchestrated screen pass to A.J. Dillon. Yeah. He had three linemen in front of him. It was perfectly dialed up. There were some defenders there, but he just ran into them. Yeah. He didn't angle around it. He didn't take anything. Like, he he didn't look like he was trying to get away from people. No. And I... I think that AJ Dillon has this weird thing where he's got like this reputation as the quad father. Well, it's, it's every big just, running back. They, yeah. they they're like, I don't need to find a hole. I'll create one. Yeah, like, that's like the human body it, craves it, contact. They, they can't help it. And yeah. I think like like Madison will do that occasionally too. And like it's so fucking it's frustrating. Like, you don't need to run like a bowling ball all the yeah. time. Like you like know. if there's no guys in one gap and there's a guy in the other gap, you should go where there's yeah. no guys. Yeah, there's no shame in that. This yeah. is football. Like Did you guys, I think it was in the in the uh, uh, Chiefs and Lions game, mm-hmm. but I think it was Pacheco ran. Maybe it was Pacheco. Yeah, ran like it sounds like just Pacheco. to the left side of like the huge gap. It was literally like a six yard gap in between the tackle and the guard. Well, th- there was a Delvin play last season on like fourth down. Remember that where he had like the whole sideline to work with, and he just like ran right into the butt of the uh, yeah, tackle? and like and like Madison's done that too. Like yeah. there's a couple of ones like where I can remember like Seattle a couple years ago where like they showed like the massive hole, and then where Madison ended up going like. 
yeah. into the linemen. I'm like, what's happening? And like, I get it. It's super easy to take a screenshot and talk about it because, it, you know, in the moment you have tenths of a second, you know, to make that decision. Yeah. Like, I understand. And it's it's super ticky tacky to kind of nitpick that away. But but when it's yeah. a pattern. Yeah, when it's a pattern, when it's all they do, you're like, okay, guys, come yeah. on. Like, let's figure it out a little bit. And maybe it's just like, take a beat. Not like quite like Le'Veon Bell style where you're like really just sitting there waiting for something. But like, don't just get the ball and plow forward right away. Like, you know, let it develop a second. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's like it it's just weird and it, it's kind of becoming increasingly clear that yeah. a couple of years ago, you know, we were looking at AJ Dillon and going, Maybe it's okay if Aaron Jones doesn't get a contract because we can just go to AJ Dillon. You know, that kind of philosophy of running backs being somewhat replaceable and I don't think that AJ Dillon is bad, mm-hmm. but there is a widening delta. It seems like between those two guys. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's not ideal. Uh, let's see here. Other notes I had. Uh, I have one called the Jair kerfuffle, um, which kind of leads me into the one after. So Jair Alexander at the beginning of the game had a completely legal. I don't even want to call it a hit. It was a push to push Justin Fields out of bounds. Oh, yeah. Granted, Justin Fields was running out of bounds, yeah. but he was very much still in bounds, and Jair pushed him. And I think, uh, what, what's what's the Bears owner lady's name? McCaskey. McCaskey. Yeah, yeah. She, I think she was out there on the field, like <laughs> getting into the scrap. Everybody and their mom was out there. It was ridiculous. Yeah, Wait, it's like DJ Morris. He took it like personal. He was going after D- Jair no, even after the yeah. Get all like was they, they broke it all up and everyone was walking away. And DJ Morris just ran up and shoved him again. Yeah, and, and, and then Jair did the like, oh look how far he pushed me thing, which you know, yeah. J- Jair. I will say, like he's he's a very good corner. He is also one of the biggest instigators like yeah this is it's a that's a pattern like yes, he, and like, for sure the, it's a hundred percent the purpose of it uh shot two and a half went down for dustin i believe yep um, so we got one and a half next week yeah <laughs> um and so i i you know he it was a fair hit there's nothing legal about it yeah. and like clearly he knew what he was doing and it worked so credit where credit's due in that yeah regard. it's kind of it's kind of like head games and stuff like yeah that. yeah and like that's you see it all the time with corners and receivers like they do it all the time like we saw the extreme of odell and um uh what's his face from carolina when he oh was there. shit josh norman ja- yeah, yeah josh norman like that was like the most extreme version of it where he broke odell's brain yeah but like, we, i mean we got crabtree richard sherman there's yeah. there's a countless examples of that kind of dynamic so uh, josh wims and cj gardner johnson <laughs> yeah yeah that that all-time battle <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so that i don't know i i didn't i i like that jair has that kind of mentality though i feel like you need some of that on defense some of that like because when you're playing defense in the nfl the cards are kind of stacked against you. He the was, league is oriented in such a way that they would rather an offense scores points. I'm pretty sure drive. he was the guy in coverage on the Mooney. The one really nice throw that Fields did through the Mooney touchdown. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was Jair. I mean, he was signing autographs in like the fourth <laughs> quarter with fans on the sideline. I don't think his I don't think his head was in the game at that point. Mm-hmm. Well. Uh but that, counts. that kind of leads me into another point that I had here. And this is a little bit of rain on the parade. Um, there were a lot of stupid fucking penalties that the Packers committed in this game. Yeah. I'm talking personal fouls, little extra 
curricular stuff. Rudy Ford had one. Um, I don't think Quay Walker assaulted a medical no, staff member. No, that's, all the medical staff were safe. They're hiding, they're yeah, hiding from him. They were in like the little like the the car the Pope drives around. In one of them, with, like, one of the them glass. popped out of the tunnel in the end zone. That's how he scored because he's like, oh fuck it, it's on. Instead of the security guards like guarding the fans from getting on the field, they were all yeah. stationed. They're they're, fa- yeah. they're facing towards the yeah. field yeah. to keep Quay out of there. <laughs> Um, no, but I, so he was fine, but there were, I, I want to say like four or five different, like after the fact, 15 yards for shoving this. Yeah. And nine, nine something. penalties for 90 yards. That's uh yeah, not great. And that is not something that is sustainable. That kind of, I think comes down to LaFleur because not only they weren't, you know, an offensive lineman gets beat and he holds, they were like anger penalties, mm-hmm. which is not what you want. So yeah. I'm going to be looking for LaFleur to shut that shit down. Um, that was, that was not good to see. That's a, that's a bad trend if that continues. And the other Matt LaFleur note is he handled the end of the first half as bad as I've ever seen a coach handle the clock. <laughs> Do you remember what I'm talking about? I think so. Yeah. So the Packers are driving down, trying to steal some points at the end of the first half. It's seven to six at this point. So it's a very close game. And the Jordan Love completes a pass over the middle to I want to say like Jaden Reed or somebody yeah, for thirty yards. Yep. Yeah, for thirty yards, and they run up and instead of spiking it at thirty-seven seconds, they like huddle up and hang out, and then they are about to snap the ball with four seconds left, clock running in field goal range, and the Packers use their one timeout. So the thirty-three seconds run. Yeah, off. so they had it's like, guys they. They had one timeout in their pocket. Yeah. Um. They got it was third and ten at their forty four. They completed for thirty yards, so they're at Chicago's twenty six. Forty one seconds left. So like they yeah. let twenty which, seconds go off there. That, you call a timeout Incomplete. right there, yeah. or you run up and spike it. I guess if you want to keep the timeout and kind of keep your options open. And then they proceeded to let it happen where it was second and ten. Love got sacked for eight yards, so they're yeah, like the thirty-four. Yep. But then they just let the clock go all the way down to four. And the worst part is they were about to snap a play at four. Yeah, like it, the timeout came in right before the snap. Yeah, when if they snap it at four, it's touchdown or nothing at that. Yeah, point. It's, so it, it was. Ugh. Yeah, that's that's rough. It was gross. That's not great. So I don't know. That was that was not great. But overall, I think Lafleur. You know, he he called a good game and. There is kind of to your credit or to to what you were saying before, there's a different vibe to the Packers now. You said they didn't ask Jordan Love to do a lot. And I think that is because he's running the system in a way that Aaron Rodgers was manipulating the system and making his own calls and his own checks and stuff like that. Not to say that Jordan Love isn't, you know, adapting to the looks the defense is giving him pre-snap and things like that. But Jordan Love is running the system in a way that, you know, in almost to a fault sometimes where at least one time he like threw a screen to a guy with a defender in his lap. And it's like, this was the play. So we have to do the play type of thing. But he is more willing to kind of let LaFleur take the reins in his, in you know, his less experienced role than Rodgers ever was. So from that perspective, I do kind of like it. I like seeing guys get open via scheme. Mm-hmm. I like the lack of third and one. Let's throw a fade, you know, down the sideline type of thing to Lazard. Oh, he didn't catch it because it was 45 yards down the field. Yeah. I just, I really liked what I saw. He did miss some throws. He was a little jittery here or there, but all things considered, I you really can't ask for more from this guy from his first 
official, you know, as QB one start in the NFL. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Dustin, you guys are fucked for the next fifteen to twenty years. Yeah, Justin Fields, on the other hand, didn't we'll uh, didn't look no, and so like a guy should, that's been in the league for three years. We should talk about Fields because he threw the ball thirty-seven times. Yeah, and Dustin, how many of those do you think had more air it yards? Was like three or than four. ten? It was three. So he had an average air yards per pass of three air yards. Not great. Th- which is which is less than four, more than two. So yeah. I'm it's a small put, number. I'm going to put a good amount of this on the offensive line. You yeah. The, mean, one, yeah. the one thing I saw that I really liked about Fields, which, I mean, everyone knows it, is his footwork, like, when he's pressured, is still really good. Like, there were so many his times pocket presence is where he good. was, like, I was watching, like, I only got to watch a little bit of the game because I was working, but, mm-hmm. I mean, I... I'd see him just surrounded, and somehow I'm like, "Oh shit!" Here's on like one well, of them that, was like on the one yard line, and I'm like, "Oh, he's gonna, yeah. we're gonna get a safety, great!" And then he somehow gets away and he, makes a play out. Of it. He has those like I I, I told uh, one of my coworkers this today. We were talking, and I was like, "Justin Fields gives me Colin Kaepernick PTSD <laughs> from like those playoff games with the 49ers and the Packers from years and years ago, where I'm sitting there watching the TV and I'm going, "Fucking just." get him like yeah well he's right there and you had him in your lap and you just didn't get him and he's just so fast and kind of slippery and stuff like that so i mean he's he's always had that i just like you know it seems like they won't let him throw the ball deep because he didn't even attempt well, yeah, no they did uh, not scheme the game to throw the ball more than like they had so many screens drawn up and yeah just, little dump offs and drag routes and just short little dink and dunk stuff yeah and like justin fields the issue isn't his mechanics. Like you look at him at Ohio state, like he's a very sound thrower of the football. It's not like it's a Tebow issue where he's mechanics are a mess. Yeah. Like the issue is just what's going on between his ears. Like he just, he can't, his eyes are so far apart. He said the game just seems (laughs) slow to him. It's like, that's because you're processing really slow. Like he just doesn't get off reads as quickly as he should. So that's why like he, it's, it's a thing where, yeah, is the offensive line great? No, but they've invested in it. It's not mm-hmm. all in the offensive line. He does like there are quarterbacks that do this. Uh, Russell Wilson is a major proponent of this, where he invites pressure, yeah, and it leads to high sack numbers. That's not all on the offensive line. Yeah, he bails it's because back they just into a sack. they keep bailing into it because they they just can't. They're not processing as quick as they should, so they have to let these plays keep developing, and eventually people are yeah. going to get home and like. He he gets away with it a little bit more because he's faster and more athletic. But like, well, he he's got a hair trigger on that like bail, yeah, like instinct that he has. Where he gets back there, he does a read, maybe he gets to the second read, and if it's not there and he feels any pressure, which because the Bears' offensive line played like shit, he was feeling pressure a lot. Yeah, he just goes, and I think I think he has a bad habit that's a little bit reinforced because he is so athletic that I mean he's able to get. Six, seven, eight yards. Yeah, most of the time when he does that, but it it's at the expense of the offense functioning kind of properly, and it's also at the expense of his own body. I mean, he's getting hit every yeah. time. Like, and also the interception he threw to Quay Walker, oh. that was so bad. Like, it, it it was trying to fit that ball where there's not one but two defenders. I mean, Quay's, in front of the Quay receiver, was just staring at him like, the whole yeah. time, and then right behind him. I don't know if it was like Campbell, but it was like there was another player right behind Quay that if he wasn't going to pick it, that guy was going to. Like, it was a, it yeah. was just bad, and like. You see it where, like, the throw he made to Darnell Mooney, great throw, great job. But then mm-hmm. other ones, it's like, 
I don't know. It's it's three steps back, one step forward. Like it's yeah. just you're netting out still. Like what's going on? And like I get it. You got DJ Moore. Uh, where was he? He got yeah. two targets, two catches, and that was it. Like for your big acquisition, for like twenty yards for your big acquisition. Yeah. That's what's happening here. Like I. Well, it, one other great. one other disappointing aspect on the Bears side. One of many disappointing aspects on the Bears side. Uh, Chase Claypool. What? Uh, what, so bad. what has happened to Chase Claypool? Did the, he get that, infected with like the Chicago curse? No, and he it just was, doesn't give a what, shit. What it all went downhill was when he, they were playing the Vikings, and he pointed on first down that yeah. ended up tossing him. That's where it all went downhill. Yeah, the, the clock is running out, and he had and to he's stop celebrating. And that literally <laughs> broke him. He is he could never come back. Like and well, and that's like it's just because you watch him out there, and they were throwing bubble screens to like Mooney and Claypool yeah. supposed to block, and he got like you know, Thielen into him kind of thing. Like he just got pushed yeah. directly backwards into the lap of the guy that was supposed to get the ball. He's jogging on routes. And like this dude, a second round pick Yeah, for this dude. Yeah. It's my not, God. Not great. Not great. Um, yeah. So I don't know the bears. They, they obviously have some, some things to figure out. Um, I don't even know. They, I think at best they can elevate themselves to scrappy. Based on what we saw yesterday, they can get like, some frisk. They can get some frisk. Yeah. Like they, they just need to. I don't know. They just need to improve <laughs> on both sides <laughs> they, of the ball. Like what the Bears need to do is they need to improve. Well, they, because they they're need bad to do now. like <laughs> like full sixty minutes. They go in these little stretches where you're like, oh, that looked pretty good. Like the first half, they looked pretty good. And you're like, all right, and then yeah. they just kind of just didn't want to play in the second. It and seems like they just didn't make any adjustments no. at halftime either. No. They just kind of went into halftime and they were like, it's pretty close. Yeah. All right. Well, and that's one thing with the defense, <laughs> like especially towards the end of the game when they need a, like, the, I think it was a third and 12 or something like that that mm-hmm. they converted. And the there guys a bunch just of those. wide open. It's yeah. like, yeah. Eberflus has well, got to figure some stuff out. It happens a couple times like, a game where like, it's just like how like, they've invested now, like Tremaine Edmonds, TJ Edward Edwards, like, um, Yanni King Gakwe. Like they've, they've, gone out and got pieces for that defense <laughs> but they're just not and they drafted like Jalen Johnson Jaquan Brisker yep. like they have investments Eddie Jackson's still f- very serviceable but and now you're supposedly have your play caller that you went out as made your head coach and Matt Eberflus but where you're letting 31 points go up against a a very green Green Bay Packers like we yeah, don't know they're the, usually very green yeah but yeah. today they were they were, they were, they were ah, I suppose white, yeah yeah but like they they are very inexperienced like, it's a young inexperienced offense you're going against and they hung 31 on you yep and like and nothing was wowing anyone like it was just pretty basic going down the field with yeah, just easy scheme. completions yeah. and like I don't know not not great you had all summer to plan for this game and yeah, not great. Yeah, not and great. Uh, I, I just want to throw one more shout out here uh, to the Bears defensive tackle Justin Jones. Uh, he had a lot of choice comments, was running his mouth the whole week earlier yeah. in the off season. I think he was the one that said the Green Bay fans don't know football. Yeah, just you know, he had a lot of takes, and he was really confident about uh, the Bears' chances here. Uh, would you like to guess his stat line in this game? Oh God, like two tackles. No. Oh no. He didn't record a single. a single stat. Oh, no. He didn't get a tackle. He didn't get an assist. Even DJ he Moore got a tackle. He didn't get a sack. He didn't get a pressure. He didn't get a hurry. Oh, God. He got nothing. Well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> I mean, he was out there, so I guess that might be a stat. You know, snaps played. played. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> like, plays observed from also being on the field. Yeah, time I don't on know. field. Yeah. <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, he got minutes. That's about all he got. Yeah. So uh, good job, Justin. Hopefully, uh, you know you can up those numbers the next time we play the Bears. You can yeah. just really get those up to like one tackle and maybe, nothing else. Maybe, yeah, probably can only go up, right? I mean, literally, you can't go more. <laughs> you got negative one tackle. That would be nice. something nice. Yeah, so that's it. I'm uh, I'm pretty happy. You know, I yeah. think uh, the next the next era has arrived. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> early claims you you said it last week in the podcast you're like one of you is going to be pretty insufferable yeah and uh it's me i was really hoping it was going to be me yeah i wanted <laughs> i wanted i wanted to be insufferable. i want to come in here i was i was really hoping i was going to be because you know that i am a big shit talker no matter what yeah. with zero basis behind yeah. it he's just like i read the box score well dustin but dustin is at his best as a bears fan in the preseason where he can put justin fields as his eighth best quarterback yeah because there's nothing we can say except for no. Everything that we've seen up yeah. to that point. And now that there are actual games and we're getting data, it's a lot harder he's to like, make well, he's probably ninth now. Yeah. <laughs> slowly walk it back. Ninth, tenth. Honorable mention. Yeah. Justin Fields. Yeah. He'll never leave that. Um, all right. Let's, uh, let's switch gears here to the Vikings game. Okay. We have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that came to Minnesota. Take on the Vikings, where they walked away with a win, 20-17. to 17. Uh, This was one of the more frustrating losses in, like, mm-hmm. recent memory. Because, like, you look at this game, and you just look at the numbers, especially in the first half. It, it, it was astronomical how the advantage was to us. Like, now that, like, today, the day after, like, the EPA per plays and stuff have been coming out, like... It is shocking that the Vikings lost this game because they were the better team. But the problem is just really, really unfortunate breaks in these key moments that Hmm. we saw. Hmm. And uh, we just kept shooting ourselves in the foot the entire game, Uh, whether that was a stupid penalty, um, letting them extend a drive, which they ended up scoring on. One time you slapped yourselves in the hand right in the the ball and fumbled it. That was a good one. Ed Ingram... (laughs) Uh, right guard, he has uh, – I have a fun little little thing for you here on oh, Ed Ingram. No. In 18 career starts, okay. he has allowed 12 sacks and 67 pressures. That's a lot. He's also racked up three sacks. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, he plays offense. Uh, and and one forced fumble yep. against his own QB. I was going to say, you better include the forced Dude, fumble. This yeah. guy, this guy he is a literally, dual threat. I, when you put him look, on the other side. When you watch it, like – he he steps back and Luke Braun did a he did a good analysis of this like one he's doing like you're trying to kind of give yourself room to get to the spot like that you see it all the time but for whatever reason Ed Ingram whips his hand like out and he's like trying to like <laughs> grab the air to Use catapult himself yeah. and he just completely knocks the ball out of Kirk's hands and it's like that was wonderful. I don't maybe, even, you, maybe you guys should move him to tackle so he's farther away. Yeah, <laughs> you got to just get him as far out like, as possible. You can't even, like, there's nothing you can or do about that. if you put him at that, center. You can, there's could, nothing you can do because it's like. swap the ball behind him. Just not right guard. That's the, the only position The worst thing at. is, like, Kirk has to worry about 11 defenders, but apparently he really has to worry about one player on the offense mm-hmm. sabotaging the play, whether that's him stepping on his foot. I think he did that, like, twice last year mm-hmm. and then or knocking the ball out those, that's a new one those are my favorite the footstep where kirk gets the ball and just well, because, falls over because they're literally try, you know they're trying can. to get back as quickly as they can and they're just like well yeah. i can't move because i got a 300 well. pound dude do you, do you think this year kirk will buy the four linemen a nice pair of wranglers then yeah. him like a pair of like wees or something like, yeah just just get <laughs> some them old navy jeans yeah. yeah um and so in this game we kept shooting ourselves in the foot 
uh, Tampa Bay hung around long enough. They were capitalizing on these little turnovers. They weren't doing anything with them for a while, um, but they hung around, and then they eventually were able to capitalize. Um, JJ only had two catches in the second half. That's that's bad. Mm-hmm. Um, after having seven for like 138, he only had two for 12 in the second half. Not good. Um, early down play calling led to way man, way too many stall drives. Like they, what are we doing with the tight end screens or the fullback? Like these these delayed, long developing screen plays. Mm-hmm. We were constantly mm-hmm. at second and 13, second and 14. And then we're like, all right, now we got a third and seven. And it's like, there's nothing that you're so far behind the sticks. And it's, it seems to me like Kevin O'Connell, I think can sometimes like a lot of offensive play callers do overcomplicate things. Like they just, just simplify it a little bit. Like you, you don't need to have the absolute perfect play. Like they're, they're all trying to, to wow everyone with their play designs and schemes. And it's like, when you have certain players at like a skill level, you just need to get them the ball, you know, like, especially if like, it's, if, you know, it's fine to try it, but don't keep trying it over and over and over and over. Like it's clearly not working and you cannot mm-hmm. do screens against a defense that has very skilled linebackers, which Tampa does. Devin White yeah. and Levante David are probably one of their, I mean, they've been their cornerstone piece of the defense for a long time. Like, they fly to the ball or like Vita Vea, who's a freak and yeah. gets out there and runs down Ty Chandler, which should have been a longer gain. He just ran him down because he's a freak. That That's what I was kind of noticing watching the game is the number of like screens developing out of the backfield or even like kind of long meandering outside zone type of runs. Yeah. And the number of times that those would get called, the Vikings run it. And one of those linebackers or Vita Vea, one of the non-secondary players. Yeah just completely blows it up. Yeah. And a lot of times maybe they'd even blow it up and like Madison would get away and still eke out like two yards, but like, but they'd hit him three yards behind the line. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's making it so difficult on yourself. And that's where it's so struggling. Like this. So this game, they, the Vikings were the highest before, obviously we have the jets and the bills tonight, but they were the highest rank or rate. What do I want to say here? Percentage, I Uh guess of blitz. Like, so they had, yeah. I think they blitzed like 46.7% of the time. Yeah. That was the most in the NFL. The second team was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh-huh. So both teams were just going after their quarterbacks or the opposing quarterback. And it worked for the most part. Like we were getting a lot of free runners, like constantly on each side. We kept yeah. seeing it. We're like, where are these people coming from? It was from? just a matter of they weren't quite getting there fast enough. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the, the, the. Other, the strip sack fumble that they had, um, yep. where it came, a guy came late. So. Again, Luke Braun, like he he broke that one down, and like you can see the the offensive line, what's supposed to happen. They were supposed to kind of slide down, um, and it ended up being where it was a mismatch, where you had three linemen blocking two guys on the left side, and then it left two guarding three on the on the right, including CJ Ham. Mm-hmm. Not ideal. Um, in that play, there was a chance. Like Hawkinson was going on on like a post route, and that corner who was playing on the going on the wide, he was like crashing down on the outside underneath route mm-hmm. and the post was there. But the problem was it literally is just a, met- a matter of, you know, tenths of a second where yeah. Kirk, you could see him trying to go there, but a guy comes free and your line messes up just a, a hair too much. Then the play gets killed. And that's what happened. Like it's a, it's a game of margins. We know it. Um, so that's unfortunate. Um, 
There was another the unfortunate turnover we talked about. You know, the fumble that got swatted. We just talked about the yep. other one. And then, of course, the interception. The interception, which I have seen a lot of discourse so, debating. I on, on this Twitter. one, it, it was it a, it was it a perfect throw? Absolutely not. Okay, but you also can see the ball in KJ's hands, like right here. Yeah, it's, it's literally here, and he's got it ripped away. Yeah, but, the, the problem and, was he caught it. He caught it with his hands underneath. Yeah, he because it was behind him, and he had, had to go back. If he had for even it. one on the but that's, side. That's harder to do this than going like this. That's what I'm saying. Like, but no, I, all I, he needed uh, to do is have a hand yeah. back he, to have one on the side. It was not. It totally wasn't a play that's on 100 percent on either player. I do like you cannot have when it's in your body like that. If you're an NFL receiver, or like that's just rule. Like if you get your hands on it. You should be able to real. Don't get it taken away from you. It was a great play by the defender. Yeah, awesome play. Yes, the throw was a little behind him, and it could have been you know more perfect. But I don't know. I think that's one one. It's it's really frustrating because like it wasn't an, it wasn't a terrible throw, and it was a really unfortunate because it was right before the half, and we didn't realize how crucial that would be because we had only three offensive drives in the second half, which is Oops. abysmal. That's so bad. So if you were to look at it on the play-by-plays on all the drives, you see they started off with a 16-play, 75-yard drive that took up nine minutes. We then came back with our own 16-play, 75-yard drive that took 7:24. So we're already going, you know, into the fourth quarter. Then they had a quick five-play, 15-yard, but that still took 2:26, and they punted. We then our last two drives had six plays for six yards that took over a minute or two and a half minutes. Not great. And that's what you look at both of those drives on that second or the last two drives we had. We started off with a minus three passing yard. We tried to do a little screen. Didn't mm-hmm. work. The second one, our last drive of the game, a minus four passing yard or a screen that didn't work. So you can't get behind the sticks so frequently and expect to win because eventually a team that with like the skill players that Tampa has will eventually score. And they did. Mike Evans scored, you know, a nice play over the middle and, and Metellus was he bit underneath and he was wide open and it was a great throw and great catch and, you know, that was their their touchdown that they got. That's Mike Evans' game too. Like he yeah. doesn't he yeah. doesn't always get a whole lot of catches. No, yeah. I mean like he, he was he finds the end zone I mean, he had so six, much. Though. Yeah, yeah, he had a lot he got a lot of those dump offs like off out in the flats and where mm-hmm. he'd get like five yards here and there. Um so that's not ideal but again, I think that goes to early play calling. I'm not upset with how the defense played, especially in the first half. Um, it, you know, giving up only 17 or I guess 20 points, I feel like that's you know that's great. Like that's, it's that's all right. It's it yeah, it, it's fine. But like I would expect that we would score more than 17. That's the issue. Mm-hmm. So I put this game a lot more on the offense, just because the defense gave them enough stops yeah. to to be able to pull away. The fact that it was tied. 10 10 and a half that's the egregious thing we should have been up 20 to 10 and a half yeah easily. Well, and you guys lo- like the first half you guys looked way better yeah you had way more yards than they did yeah that stuff. i mean we, we had over like 200 more yards than they did and it was like it it is what it is i think the they did go the defense go played a little too conservative in the second half mm-hmm. a lot of soft coverages we saw and I, I don't know i i'm not the sky isn't falling here it's really unfortunate because of our kind of upcoming games we have now in the next month or so um, that, you know, it would be really nice to start off with a win here because it ideally, you know, starting off the year, you want to go at least two and two. Um, now we have to do that. We have to beat um, the Eagles 
Chargers and Panthers. It's not out of the realm of possibility oh, of still the, going two and two. You get the Panthers. Still. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, and the Chargers, they looked great. Um, but you know, we've had their number the last couple times we played them. So, and that one's at home. So that helps a little bit, but sky isn't falling. It's a short week. I know a lot of players on a loss like this, they prefer to have a short week just because it gets the taste out of their mouth earlier and they can just kind of go straight into it. And maybe they play still with a little bit more like they're pissed off. I don't know. Um, I, Would they prefer that short week to be against the Eagles? Probably not. Yeah. But, you know, nothing you can do about that. But, hey, the Eagles didn't look that awesome. So, like, yeah. they look kind of sloppy. They were still, they're still better than the Bucks in every facet. So, like, we need to play a lot better, obviously. Yeah, um, well, what do, you, what do you make to of uh, – I've heard a lot of discourse around at the end of the game – uh, the camera crew zoomed in on a Mr. Jefferson looking very upset. Yeah. He, just sitting on the bench, just stewing. It's I'm, I don't read any, probably, anything of that because players are okay. It's okay for them to be upset after an embarrassing loss like mm-hmm. that. Like and he did hit stick that guy. So yeah, I, dude, he that, had a lot of feels going <laughs> on. Yeah. That was a, that was a big one. Um, Addison caught his first touchdown. That was really good to see. Um, he almost how's his, too, right? How's his dog? Probably better, yeah. He did Until catch next time two, he right? But one of them fell back? No. No, I don't think so. No. I thought he... Oh, maybe he dropped it like it was overthrown or something. But I, I thought know, he maybe. almost had a second one. Oh, I mean, there was one. It was in, towards him in the end zone. Like, it, it wasn't catchable, really. It was a tough throw and catch. But um, uh, KJ Osborne, he had a bad game. Like, he just... I don't know. You hate KJ Osborne. <laughs> I don't. You hate him. I don't. I, I, hate I that say people like think he's better than he is. I mean, he is a ve- he is one of the better like third option receivers. Like ab- absolutely. He's yeah, your, but he's I, your I two option receiver. I wouldn't right really now. put him now. Yeah. Hang on. Hang on. Who had who had teams. more who had more yards? He had this Addison had more yards, more catches, at the and team's depth chart, and the same amount of targets. The team's depth chart. Yeah, because it's a, also a rookie. Jefferson wasn't a starter day one. Jackson Smith and Jigba's not a starter day one. Like yeah, I've, I've, a lot of these guys aren't starters right away. Talk to your team, man. That's just what they're putting out there. Yeah, okay. he's a, he's oh, a he, receiver he, too. He did look fast though. Yeah, I mean he always looks fast. Um, so I, I, it's it's unfortunate. Uh, I'm not reading too much in the run game being really ineffective because the Bucks, you know, it's Vita Vea in that defensive line. They've been a, one of the best run defenses in the league for a very long time. So yeah. I don't know. We'll we'll find out. It's not going to get any easier, but sky isn't falling. It's it's an unfortunate setback, embarrassing loss, but clean some things up and not the most embarrassing loss on the podcast though. So that's Def- good. Definitely not. Yeah. No, definitely I'd, not. I'd say it is. It's also not like we were like the Giants. That one was really bad. We Ooh, might talk about it in mean, segments. Ev- I don't know, was, but that one's Everybody was rough. talking about how bad the Bucks were going to be with Baker Mayfield this year, so yeah, but I don't think that this game wasn't because we didn't lose because the Bucks were the better team. Like, game, we lost because we just shot ourselves in the foot. So that's the, the margin of that's your what I'm loss. saying. It's embarrassing. You were saying that you guys were one of the, the best Bears fans were talking so much shit yeah. all offseason. That's, that's, that's the Chicago. That's, that's Chicago. That, that's that's Vi- like Vikings like fans get out were talking of less shit, and your margin of that's loss Minnesota was nice. larger than theirs. I, I I feel like it still has to be you guys. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. I don't think so. I'm not. I mean, that was like your Super Bowl, and you lost it. And I'm not lost. I'm yeah. not embarrassed. I lost the Super Bowl two years ago. Two years ago with the Bengals. Oh god, oh, this well, Mickey well, Mouse talk about the Bengals fandom over here. He's just like, I want to rotate. The Bengals didn't look great either. So no. you had a rough week. <laughs> so yeah, um, thanks for reminding me. Yeah. All right. I think that's I. That's all I got. Yeah. I don't know. I not not much else to talk about. We can Regroup. Flip it to segments now. Yeah. Let's get to segments.
Okay, segments for the first time this year. Uh, we're going to start off with our MVP of the week. I'm, I'm really excited for segments. I missed this. I know. <laughs> this is one of my segments favorite fun. jazzed up it's, for segments. It's also our way of like kind of being able to talk about the other games the that happened, NFL, and yeah. that's that's always fun to do. Um, that's a little bit different here. I know like State of Skull, where they're obviously a predominantly Vikings pod, obviously. They might talk about other stuff, but we always do with our segments, so... Uh, how do we want to do this? How do we want to start off? There's a lot of opportunities let's, here. Let's do it by record. So that would mean oh, uh, I go first. first. Oh, you want to do that way? Yeah, oh, okay. that right. direction right. of record. Right. Uh, and remind me, which one do we start with? I have them in the wrong order. MVP of the week. MVP? Oh, yeah. I do have them in the right order. Okay. Uh, my MVP of the week is Kiss, the band, oh. because... I'm going to Brock and roll all night and Purdy every day, my guy. <laughs> Brock Purdy showed up yeah in spite it, it just just to spite you <laughs> because he heard how much you hate him adam I, you had a, you had some comments about brock purdy i that, uh, don't recall those yeah, i don't if recall I remember those them at all. correctly you were you weren't very high on the brock lobster well so. and, and the mvp of the week it's like I, I brock didn't have the best stat line of the week but i think a lot of people were prognosticating that the carriage would turn back into a pumpkin and it didn't. I mean, he had a good completion percentage 222 touchdowns, no mistakes. The Niners looked awesome in general. Yeah. Brandon Ayuk exploded. Uh, Christian McCaffrey still pretty good at football. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, congratulations to Mr. Brock. Uh, you are my first MVP of the 2023 NFL season. Nice. But All not right. the last time. Okay. I, bet, I bet I'll get him again. Yeah. Or he Unless I get him. Nathan Peterman. Yeah. All right. Adam, who is your MVP? My MVP of the week is going to the Miami Dolphins offense. Um, this one was uh, quite a high-scoring game. We mm-hmm. saw what both offenses could do. This is one where you like you feel pre- – I would feel pretty good about if you're a fan of either team just because – especially the offenses. Um, Tua looked great. Threw for 466 yards. Uh, I think I was like fourth all time in like week one. Tua had yardage. six or seven fuck it Tyreeks out there yeah. throws where you could just see he's under pressure and he just goes, I'm going to throw this as far as I can. Yeah. And Tyreek's like, all right, say no more. And he just runs underneath it. Yeah. I, it's nuts. Yeah. Tyreek uh, went off and it was something that like. It was unstoppable. Like, you literally, you just threw it down there, wide open. There's not a single DB on the Chargers that could do anything about it. No. And, like, I I don't know. I I think the Dolphins, like, Mike McDaniel clearly has, they, they, they realize what they have, which is speed. And they're like, how can we use this? Let's just get all, like, the fastest athletic guys and just say, fuck it. Let's just throw it all over the yard. And, like. Well, and, and I like Mike McDaniel because he is smart but he's not too smart, or sometimes it's just not that deep. Sometimes you throw the ball to Tyreek Hill because he's fucking Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Like, he's not trying to do these crazy schemes. He's like, no, my guys are just better than your guys, Mm -hmm. and we're going to have an offense that works and is productive, Yeah, but we're not going to get so up our own ass about it. We're going to throw the ball to Tyreek because he's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's good. Dustin, how about you? What's your MVP? Uh, I'm giving it to the Cowboys defense. Yep. I think, uh, I mean, they scored the team's first two touchdowns. Call, call it DST. Because, yeah, 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 yeah. Did they you see? Blocked a field goal. I think it was FanDuel. FanDuel would not pay out defense first touchdown. Oh, because it was special, it was special teams. Because oh, they had it I as mean, uh, I, technically, Which normally, yeah. most, most betting sites 
yeah. will give you that. All right. Well, usually those betting yeah, sites no, are they so had, generous. They had the first two touchdowns of the Cowboys season this year. Uh-huh. Um, I think they had six, yeah, six stat, or sacks. Mm-hmm. I think it was two picks. They ended up having like 36 fantasy points. Yeah. I mean, they, they <laughs> yeah, had I mean, an insane they, amount of points. And they shut out Daniel Jones. I think that's the Whoa. most impressive That's thing. so impressive. Weather helped them a <laughs> that, little bit, but yeah. That was such a like wet turf stuck to Daniel Jones's face that game. Where like every day like, he would get sacked and he would get up and there's just rubber pellets. There, the, the first time we saw it, Paige was like, what is that? And I'm like, it's the turf. It's all on his face. It's yeah. a little rubber pellets. It's a skin condition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, bad. That was insane. Micah Parsons is just an animal. He's just so good. Like if you, were I, to... I want to say I, I feel bad because I left the Cowboys defense out of my top ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm yeah. gonna say I was wrong. Wow, it's... I'm gonna own up would, to it. Dude, would you like to own up to any other mistakes in your rankings? <laughs> Maybe about a quarterbacks. No, no, okay. no. Okay, well, well, no. we got we got 16 more weeks. <laughs> <laughs> 60 more wins according to his ceiling, so who knows? Yeah. No, I mean, that makes sense, yeah. but, yeah, the Cowboys defense is ridiculous. Um, all right, Dustin, let's go, we'll go Snake here. What's yeah. your Nathan Peterman Award right. winner? This one's going to get me in trouble. Yeah? Uh, it, it's Paige. <gasps> Paige. No. Paige is my wow. Nathan Peterman. Yeah? Uh, wow. Because she obviously did not root for Joe Burrow enough. That's true. That's a good because point. That's offended. a fantastic point. The Bengals offense looked horrendous. Yeah. And I get to... that it was I get that it was raining and it was a kind of a shitty game. It's also against the Browns. Like that's his kryptonite. But I, yep. I, I can't remember the stats. Like exactly, five and one against him. They games. had <laughs> no this is six games in a row at Cleveland's home stadium that the Browns have won. Yeah. Against the Bengals. Yeah, and I think that they just kind of get up for this game. Um like I I just I don't know what it is. I think that it's it's one of those you know the cliche rivalry type well, things, but get, it's real. You, you get Jamar yeah. Chase calling them elves, and then he yep. does fuck all. Yeah, <laughs> well, and the thing is too, like Joe Burrow, he threw thirty one passes. He only had eighty two yards. You know the last time that's happened where a quarterback threw under a hundred yards and over thirty passes. Uh-huh. That was the Sam Darnold ghost game. <laughs> that is not good company to be in. Not good. Hopefully yeah. Joe doesn't get mono. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you you look at it and uh I, I have a backup, but my stock up was gonna be elves. Uh because <laughs> the Browns uh I, I don't know, maybe they should lean into it, like Brownie the Elf. Yeah. Yeah. I mean they, they showed out and you know, uh, so the other thing I had on this though. Yeah. I was kinda jumping between the Vikings game and this game. Okay. For the twelve o'clock games. The Bengals have a rookie punter. Mm-hmm. It's week one, and I think he punted six times in the first half. <laughs> And most of it's those were yeah, most tough. of those were inside his own twenty. Yeah, he had ten in, punts <laughs> in rainy <laughs> conditions too. Well, Could sh- you imagine shout out that guy? Your first game having to punt from inside your own twenty. Yeah, that often that would that would be bad. That uh, also about this game. Shout out T Higgins, eight targets, zero receptions. Oh my god! Yikes! Yeah, for for perspective. Um, so Joe, they had, they had passed for 67 total. Cause it takes into account the sack losses and stuff. So 67 passing yards and 75 rushing yards as a team. So what is that? Like 142, sure. 142 yards of offense mm-hmm. for perspective. The punter had 409 yards running. <laughs> so that, that's rough, man. MVP right there. <laughs> that's really rough. That, so. that should have been your ironic MVP, Dustin, as the Bengals punter. <laughs> His leg. Get him on ice. I mean, 40 yards <laughs> average is not that great, especially when you're punting. Carried off on a stretcher. Yeah. Because yeah. the, the, the Browns punter, he was hitting like 55, 
yarders. I yeah. feel like. like he was he was doing good. Yeah, but. yeah. Uh, Adam, what is your Nathan Peterman? My Nathan Peterman, I because I'm gonna save. I I hope you have who I think. Otherwise, we yes. have to make an amendment I here. Do. I uh, do. So my Nathan Peterman award goes to Arthur Smith. And you might be asking yourself, wait, the Falcons won. They looked pretty good. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just because this man is the absolute worst. (laughs) He refuses to use any of his highly drafted skill players. Uh, Drake London, where are you, man? Like, Desmond Ritter had more catches than Drake London. Desmond Mm -hmm. Ritter's the quarterback, everyone. Um, Kyle Pitts, what, had like two? Kyle Pitts had Two on three targets, with one of those being a 34-yard ridiculous catch he had to make. So, um, and, and even Bijan, who Bichon, got work. Bijan had only 10 carries for 56 yards. Uh, Tyler Algier got 15 carries for 75. And yeah, they used Bijan in cool ways. He caught the ball. He, his first touchdown was awesome. It was really cool. Um, but I just I don't understand. If you're going to say, oh, it's because they're quarterback. Then draft a fucking quarterback. <laughs> or like trade for one there, or there's, something. There's no reason, and I'm sorry because like someone asked him about like, oh well, what what? How come you don't use him like Drake London? Do you think like he would he would mind? And he literally goes, nope, I, he wouldn't. I know I know Drake doesn't care like about not having a catch. I'm yeah, sorry, I, I like he all he cares about is a win. I'm sorry, but if you go the last two years, seven and ten twice, like seven and ten and seven and ten, mm-hmm. you don't get to use the we only care about wins here. You are a under five hundred coach. We only care about wins because we don't get that like, many of them. You don't. You can say that if you have like a you know a crazy win loss. Like if you were like Harbaugh, you know, Patriots, you, yeah, like, yeah, or like you know, no, no, no. You don't get to say that kind of a thing. Like it is inexcusable. He needs to go. I hate him. I don't care if they're one and zero. They could go eleven and zero, and if their stat lines look like this every week, yeah, I'm gonna be like, nope. No, I just I think for the sake of your fans and just the NFL as a product, he can't be a head coach. Like he just mm-hmm. his attitude sucks. Branson, your team sucks. I hate a, I hate everything about that. Valgus head coach. I hate it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, I think you alluded to it. Uh we can go to my Nathan Peterman now. Yeah. And this is something that I kinda had to do some prep for. It takes a big man to admit his mistakes. Oh god. And I am that big man. <laughs> I was wrong about Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony <laughs> is not the next big thing. Kadarius Tony is not about to break out. Kadarius Tony, while incredibly entertaining both on and off the field, is not going to be a great NFL wide receiver. I am officially off of him. I have sacrificed Kadarius at the altar of the NFL and have been rewarded with a Jordan Love you know, potential good game. So I just need to rip the bandaid off now and I'm over Kadarius. That's what I'm trying to tell you. And for, for some context here on Thursday night football, uh, Travis Kelsey, a couple hours before kickoff listed as out. So the stage was set the season opener chiefs lions. Kadarius should have had a breakout. He should have been the star. Yeah. And the first time they threw the ball at him, it bounced off of his hands, up in the air, and the Lions caught it and ran it back for a touchdown. Surely they didn't lose by, like, one score. They lost by one point. Oh, God. Yep. <laughs> um, so, but at least, you know, you think, okay, that's a bad beat. But good receivers have accidentally batted balls up before and had that happen. He could help them make their comeback. No, he dropped like four more balls that hit him right in the hands the rest of the game. 
Kevin, just couldn't you, stop. Kevin, you know what the thing is too? Yeah. So if Kadarius caught that ball, mm-hmm. the lines would have been down more. They probably would have thrown it to Amon Ra. And yeah, so I, your bet. <laughs> I lost a bunch of bets too off the back of that, which yeah. is also annoying. And I saw a stat that really just solidified this for me. They had uh, expected points per target for all of the Chiefs wide receivers. Yeah. Uh, Kadarius's expected points was somewhere in the neighborhood of negative 2.3. Minus 2.19. I I have a 2.19. Yeah. So if you throw the ball to Kadarius three times, the other team scores a touchdown. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Yeah, I literally had that tweet, like, ready to roll. Yeah. Uh, he, He ended up, he finished with one receiving yard. Uh, negative one rushing yards, four yeah. drops, and, even it out, <laughs> and one of those drops with the pick six, obviously, where they lost by one point. Honestly, might go down as one of the worst performances by a skill player the like all season. Like it is, it it might not be touched. The only thing Kadarius did right that entire night was he deleted his Twitter after the game. Thank yeah. God, because he has a history of getting into it in the DMs with fans and. That would have been, you know, the only way you could have dug your, a hole deeper. Do you, do you want to know what his PFF grade was um, after that game? One. 29.7, which is the worst Out of single game grade given to a receiver since 2018. Yeah. He's historic. I mean, it, it's he, he does things where, like— I've he, always said Kadarius Tony was special. Yeah, and, and, like, the only—the closest person that— Like, it was—they're having an all-time bad game performance between Kadarius Tony and Sky Moore— uh, 11 chiefs caught a pass. Sky yep. Moore wasn't one of them. Nope. Like it was like, they were literally like, I'm going to have the worst game. No, I'm going to have the worst game. And well, then K- finally, Kadarius is like, finally, I'm just going to give the ball to someone. One of these players <laughs> going to score a touchdown yeah. against us. Yeah, it was bad, man. Kadarius. Yeah. So that is my official statement on the matter. I am out on Kadarius, which means that next week he will score four touchdowns <laughs> in whatever game that they do. But I just, I can't keep hurting myself with this man and I need to swear him off for good. Yeah. He made the list. Yeah. Oh, All right. Well, let's. I should, no, I'm not going to put him on the list. What's your uh, stock up? If he scores four touchdowns next week, I'll put him on the list. <laughs> uh, my stock up is being poor. Oh. Uh, because if you look at the quarterbacks that got big extensions this offseason, yeah. they all played like shit. Yeah. Uh, Joe Burrow made history Thursday, becoming the highest paid player in NFL history. Played like shit. Lamar got extended, played like shit. Geno got. A, you know, kind of a bag played like shit. Yeah. It seems like all these guys that actually got paid are playing like shit, which means that Aaron Rodgers will probably play pretty okay coming up here, you know, Monday night. Well, after we're recording this, yeah. because he took a pay cut. He did. Smart. He did. Yeah. Yeah. So, and hey, the Vikings <laughs> just didn't pay Kirk Cousins. They didn't, they didn't give him a new deal. So yeah. we'll, we'll find out, man. <laughs> he, he still had a great look at his stat line. A lot better than Justin Fields. So that's all right. He's known as a better quarterback than Justin Fields. That's, yeah. That's, that's I fair. Even had the margin is a little wider than some may say, though, on this pod. So, yeah. Adam, what is uh, what is your stock up? My stock up is the L.A. Rams? Question um, mark? Question mark? They, they may not be dead. Like, uh, the, Matthew Stafford, who I have been very, very uh, strong words about, uh, he was slinging it. Like, and you just look at – if I were to tell you some names, like, if I – before I said this, like, if I were to read off some of these names to Dustin and ask if they're a real player, Tutu, oh, at, we should, we Tutu Atwell, I, I know Tutu Puka Atwell. Nakua. I don't know him. <laughs> Bryson Hopkins. Never heard of him. Kieran Williams. Never Bryson sounds like Ben Skoranek. I know him. Uh, so those we're, those we're are all like, players that caught a pass or Dustin, I got a target. Dustin was today. batting like 500 with that one. Kyron Williams. 
No, uh, that's a Matt. That's a that's a player from backyard football. No, no, he, he Pablo Sanchez. <laughs> he was their leading rusher. <laughs> yeah, and Puka Nakua, man, all time name. Puka Nakua. Uh, and if you were like to look at like his like the, the his like route tree and stuff like that, all of his strengths are very similar to like Cooper Cup. Like he's like mm-hmm. super diet Cooper Cup, and it makes sense. You're like look at his stat line. Wow, okay, Cooper Cup. Um, but in this game, I think the 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 Seahawks. Their nickname their, for their fans is the 12. Yeah. That's exactly how many total yards they had in the second half in this game. 12. <laughs> so that's great. There was literally a play where Aaron Donald came on a stunt and oh, was yeah, wrapping around. Dumb. You literally hear Geno Smith say, oh, my God, and throw the ball away because he you, had Aaron Donald you, running up You stole him. that from me. My stock down was God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so just, just a bad – like it was such a weird-looking game because you're like – all right, the Seahawks, they they got out that, that touchdown through to DK. They went into the halftime scoring 10 points in the second quarter, looked great. And then they just completely shit the bed. And, like, you could tell Sean McVay was super pissed about all, like, people, like, thinking, mm-hmm. oh, the Rams are, are, are fucking toast. Like, yeah. they're going to tank. And he, you could tell, like, him and Stafford were a little... A little chippy in their in yeah. their post game interviews, like they're like you know they it was almost like a Geno Smith like I ain't right we didn't write didn't write back like they I don't know man the Rams may not be dead and for someone that has stock in Cooper Cup in one of my leagues I, I I'm happy about that because that you, may actually give them incentive to you, come back. You just got Puka though. Is, yeah, is Puka better than Cooper? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> the debate. Yeah, <laughs> the debate. We'll find out. Uh, so yeah, the Rams may not be dead. So. Who knows? Yeah, I Seahawks. Mean, I don't know. That's not. That's not good if you're a Seahawks fan. Also, we gotta talk for a second. DK Metcalf's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Did you guys see where he just like you should go like find blindside, bl- like just shoved to the ground at TB. Yeah, so far away from the play, and it's like he he has done that before too. He's done yeah. that like two times at, at points in his career in the last couple of years where he just like gets pissed that they're losing. Yeah, and just decides to like fuck up a TB who's not looking at him. Yeah, this it, dude's like five. I'll yeah. go at him. And it's like this is DK, like he's a monster. Yeah. He's just shoving these guys like, down. I am I am the one percent of all humans. Yeah. And like I'm going after this. And guy. like I feel like he doesn't get flagged for it a lot either. Cause like the refs aren't even looking. It's like no one sees it. Can me if they flag him, they're they're gonna get hit by DK. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna come <laughs> go get him. them. Yeah. So. And, but it's funny that he's like, no one's gonna notice this. Yeah. Like, dude, there are six thousand cameras looking at this field right now. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Dustin, what is your stock up? All right. This was one of my favorites to write down because I would put myself in this group. Mm -hmm. My stock up is gamblers. Okay. Okay. (laughs) The Lions suspended four players this year. Yeah. For gambling. And they cut like three of them. Yeah. I mean, they basically, (laughs) they suspended one guy that matters. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. But they suspend four guys for gambling. Uh Uh-huh. They beat the Chiefs. Okay. True. The, The Super Bowl... Defending Chiefs. Calvin Ridley suspended. That's my other point. Yep. Calvin Ridley, <laughs> his first game back in the league in over a year. Kills fuck, it. Fuck you, Branson. <laughs> Eight receptions, 101 yards, and a touchdown. Calvin Ridley's awesome. He's so good at football. Yeah. Yeah. I think we all kind of forgot. We're like, no, he's probably That's like, the thing. You got to make he people was, forget about yeah. you for gambling. For ga- Yes. That's what you got to do. Because they think about it. They're like, that's not even something you should get suspended for. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So they forget about you. They're like, oh, this guy didn't play last year. He must be gone. Like, they wouldn't suspend him for something dumb his, like his that. His skills have regressed. Yeah. That was, uh, I mean, that was crazy. And it's one of those things where it's like, 
I feel dumb now because I I like Kelvin Ridley, but I didn't like him enough to pull the trigger in like fantasy football drafts. And well, clearly, there I were overthought question it. Marks. There were yeah. question marks. But it's like he's. But that's a gambling attitude. You got to take a take a chance on that flyer. That's true. Just like you know, you take a chance on DJ Moore, and you're really happy. This, I mean, yeah. Like, I actually was really wanting him I in mean, fantasy in one of my teams. It was but... not a flyer on DJ Moore. We gave up. I, it was a well, no, but if you took we him in fantasy, that you were trade. taking a flyer on DJ Moore. You yeah. did not win that trade. The Bears. If if the who'd they take with it? Was it Bryce Young? Yeah, Bryce. If Bryce Young pans out, then no, you definitely did you not. guys. You did fucking not. got killed on that trade. No, yeah, yes. If Bryce Young is a franchise quarterback, franchise caliber, or you know, what, I'll put it this way: if Bryce Young ends up being better than Justin if Fields, Bryce Young, no, you lost the trade. If he ever not, throws for four thousand yards, because Bryce Young in the Bears offense is not going to be much different than Justin Fields. Um. Bryce Young can throw the ball. I think it would help the offense. To you were a, just talking about how Justin Fields, when he was with throw. Ohio State, you, you could know, throw the ball really well. You know yeah, what? and what happened? He, he He's in the Bears he, offense. He can't actually throw because Ohio State <laughs> is one of the best systems for a quarterback. We, we've seen it. That's why they have great quarterbacks year in and year out because they're they phenomenal. Jay Stroud was also in a great system in college. Yeah. What? That CJ was, Stroud? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, at Ohio We're State. About Bryce Young. Bryce Young was the pick that you Whatever. Guys, Bryce yeah. Young. He was also in a great system. One of those guys. It, they're not the same for with the systems there. It's pretty similar. Okay. No, so so really. we we we've gotten on a tangent from gambling to yelling about Justin Fields again. Don't come at my quarterback <laughs> like that. If he plays better, I won't have to. Quarterback's a strong word. But you're uh, telling me yeah. that Bryce Young would play better than Justin Fields in the Bears. No, but offense. I'm saying that given his career, it, he in might three, be better. In year three, yeah. yeah. Like I, I, he might turn out better. <laughs> that's the in whole general. point. But how much better? It doesn't matter. Would make doesn't matter that much of a jump. Compared I don't know to what Justin Fields we, has done. We don't know it right now. Doesn't matter. It's entirely like, you had, possible. You had Bryce Young. You had, I mean, you we had noted bust Trevor Lawrence for years, and now he's better again. Yeah, but we also had Justin Fields, who's a young quarterback mm-hmm. that has a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. Running the ball. You just <laughs> said throwing two when you were talking about him at Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. in like one of the best systems. It's in mechanics. It's Alabama a, is also one of the best a, systems. There is a difference. They play completely different with their quarterback position. Alabama goes actually under the center. Ohio State never is under center. Nope. Uh, it's a very, very different system there. Uh, you you look at how like mechanics, that is different than what's actually processing between the ears. Bryce Young is head and shoulders above of that, like above Justin Fields. That's the issue. So it's not a physical issue with Justin Fields. It's a mental. That's the biggest problem with mm-hmm. him as an NFL quarterback. His brain. He'll be fine. <laughs> that's why Joe Burrow is so good because he's not, as he doesn't have the physical tools that all these other guys do, but he is one of the best, like in between the ears. It's not. It's not great timing for that comparison, but yeah. Uh, Adam, what is your stock down? <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals. Ah, <laughs> we didn't do mine. Didn't we? No, I did my stock up. Well, I like that transition better because Dustin, we what's your it. stock down? No, no, let him do the Bengals. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, you already talked about it. Bengals didn't look good. Uh, the the Browns just have their number. They need Samaje. It's weird. They yeah. lost Samaje and they look like shit. You now. know, the announcers did make a comment about Samaje Pirine being the third down back. I mean, Samaje had an okay game in Denver. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was fine. productive. Yeah. So Bengals, I this isn't like 
super worrisome. I mean, there'd be just Paige I, call I, off the wedding. Yeah, I think this is. I think this is just a throw it out game. Because like you had, you had Burrow coming off of an injury. He had probably hasn't been it's playing rusty. live, well, and they they have never really started the season out. Well, they started like great. shit last year too. He threw four picks against the Steelers. Yeah, so like, so, yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. All right, Dustin, your stock down now. My stock down is J.K. Dobbins' legs. Oh yeah, that's a big stock down at the moment. He's down. Well, and like he was already down. Like it's yeah, yeah. J.K. Dobbins, that he looks so happy when he scored that touchdown. Yeah. And then I got an update yeah, on like, my phone. I'm back. It's like J.K. Dobbins' fear <laughs> really to have torn Achilles. Really unfortunate. Yikes! Which means his career is effectively over. Basically, yeah. Yeah. yeah his whole leg is just never got. Like, he needs to get like a robotic leg. Yeah, I was gonna say, is it all the same leg? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I, I didn't see. But maybe just get two. He's got enough money. Yeah, that's a bummer, and yeah, that that just that sucks. But hey, they got Melvin Gordon. Whoopee! Oh, yeah, yay. seventeen fumbles this year. Exactly. All right, and rounding it out here, my stock down is going to be Russell Wilson's toilets. <laughs> Uh, because if you guys remember last season, there was much much ado about whether or not Russ would throw more touchdowns, and he had toilets in his house. Yeah, he has twelve toilets. Yeah, or I guess bathrooms is what we're counting. Bathrooms, not toilets. Yeah. Some some bathrooms well, may have two. Toilets. How many how many know. half bathrooms do you know that don't have a toilet? Though usually, if it's a half, bath, I think I think in order toilet. to be a bathroom, you have to have a toilet. Yeah, otherwise yeah. it's just like a closet with a sink. Yeah. So either way, we're we're shooting for twelve. Comstock yeah. yeah. zero bathrooms. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, our room was a bathroom in week one. Do you know how many touchdown passes Russ had? It was two. Uh, it was two, Ooh. which means he is on track to destroy his pace last year. Yeah, it took him like fifteen weeks to get to twelve. Yeah, last year he is he's set to get there much sooner. So, or they just got to add an addition of just all bathrooms on this house. Yeah, I mean maybe they could like do that, but I don't think the bathrooms are smart enough to start duplicating. No, and he wouldn't allow that. You do know? you think he it's would, because stop to that? Is he still married Sierra. to Sierra? Yeah. yeah. Do you think she just like shits all the time? <laughs> yeah, I think that's got to be what it is. Like she's got to be the problem. You yeah, know he takes care of his body. Yeah, no, exactly. well, she does too. But Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson takes one poop after his danger witch. Yeah, and that's it. That's all he does all day. Apparently, he also kept all the receipts of like people saying he was washed or bad. He's still bad. Yeah. Like he threw two touchdowns. That doesn't mean he's good. God, I want Sean Payton just to fall on his wow. face so Kevin, bad. Because yeah. your quarterback threw three. Wow. Yeah, actually. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Russ's Russ's bathrooms stuck down. All right. Um. Okay. I think that's gonna do it for segments. Let's get to our week two preview. Uh, one week in the books. We're gonna start off. We have the Minnesota Vikings going to Philly, playing uh. Again in week two in prime time against the Eagles. That's that worked out so great last yeah, year. Why, why does that keep happening? I don't to you guys? know, man. It's like weird. why? Why are we doing this? It's always there. I know. <laughs> like, I don't understand. It, it's it's such bullshit. And I'm like, I feel like this is this this shouldn't be happening with a team that's not even in our division. I don't I don't so what, like it. What are what are you looking for? Let's so, say the Vikings don't win this game. Yeah. You know, as they're probably not favored. What would you be looking for to even at zero and two be thinking? Okay, this is this is still we're not we're not panicking yet. Um, offense to look like you're not stalling out as much, uh, a little more cohesive on offensively on yeah. that side of the ball. I mean, you do have a primetime game, mm-hmm. and Kirk Cousins is your quarterback. He is still. You himself. look at you look at actually his numbers in those. That's actually not. Well, look that at what terrible. were what were his numbers in the last well, primetime game win in Philly. Loss? Well, that's a little different. What's, well, it, what's his that's win loss? That's where you're going to be. 
you, I don't think you should be talking win loss. I don't care. Quarter, like you guys, I, I don't like, care. Your I quarterback will, is the worst win loss percentage. I think I in the told league. you earlier. I will talk shit no matter what the situation <laughs> is. I know my team's so, bad. So you you want the offense to look more productive? Yeah, I, I think just just okay. to have it more of what we got accustomed to seeing, like offensively, and not having like I, I don't want to see I don't want to see a, a Jackal and Hyde performance. Like I want to see. Full sixty minutes from the offense, okay. and then the defense to build off what they, you know, they did in the first half uh, last week, and like even the second half they didn't like play bad. Obviously, there were some the, the mistakes, you know, the Metellus letting the touchdown happen. That's that's unfortunate, but um, you want to see know. Justin Jefferson take it to the next level and like kill somebody <laughs> this time? <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I want to see a clean, you know, ter- let not three turnovers. Um, you know, take care of the football. Don't throw away the game. Like if the Eagles, they they beat us just because they're the better, more talented team. I'll be like, sure. Okay. They were in the Super Bowl last year. That's expected. Mm-hmm. Just don't give them the game is what I'm my, what I'm looking forward into or hoping to see. So yeah, I, if you guys I, turn the ball over three times against the Eagles, you're definitely not winning. You almost pulled one out yeah. against the Bucks. Yeah. And like, and like that's, you're not going to get away with that against a team, the caliber of the Eagles. They didn't look great against new England. They let new England kind of claw their way back in the game. That was a little, it was Tom Brady, a little night. dicey. Yeah. And, and like, I don't know. I, I think we just can't let the big plays kill us. We can't let these big momentum swings happen. Um, I'm not having super high ups in this. Like Owen two historically isn't great. For playoffs, you know, predictions or play like going to the playoffs later that year, it's, it's worse than two and zero. Uh, yeah, so yeah. like, well, because like, like there is a big split in Vikings history of starting one and one, zero and two in terms of you know playoffs. Not like it's gonna. That's like, oh no, just because a team did it twenty years or hasn't been able to do it before, it's a completely different team. So yeah, is what it is. You don't put too much stock into that. But um, I don't know. I don't want to put yourself in too much of a hole. I'm just looking to see improvement, more consistent play, basically. So yeah. Eh. Uh, what do we think the line is here? Dustin, you want to go first? I'm gonna say Eagles four and a half. I'm gonna say Eagles three. It is Eagles minus seven and a half. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> Holy, we were way off. Yeah. Yeah, Woo, so Eagles, we barely made it there I, together. I yeah. thought, I guess, because I was thinking about it as like the Eagles kind of struggled a little bit against the Pats last week. So, yeah. but Vegas is not reacting to that, I guess, in in the way that I no. thought. I mean, betters probably are yeah, still I think, thinking I think of they're the Eagles. Looking at, as a they're looking at the well, Vikings. you you saw it like they were putting, which is funny that they frame it like this. They're saying like the Bucks upset the Vikings in like mm-hmm. week one, but then everyone still was saying the Vikings, like all these experts were having the Vikings finish maybe second or third in the division. Yeah. Like, so what was the upset? Well, really? the upset was just the spread. Like, but... yeah. Like, I mean, that's where they, they, they framed it so much. Like it was a massive upset, which is just funny to me, but um, yeah. So I don't know. And yes, like, I you're, think you're not mad. It's just funny to you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not mad by that. Like we <laughs> lost. It was embarrassing. I already talked about it. Um, all right. Uh, that's all I got. And then, oh, oh I guess over-under. Yeah, I was going to say, you forgot something. Uh, let's put it at... Let's put it at... Give me 45. I'm going to go 46. Ooh, kind of price is right at him almost. 48 and a half. Damn. So, expecting some points. Really? Yes. I mean, it's the Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles' gotta, defense, though, is... Both teams have, like, uh, potential to put up know. a lot of points. Yeah, I suppose. And it's prime time, so that's going to push it up a little bit. Usually, I think people tend to, like, Hit the overs on the the Thursday night games. Yeah, 
Yeah. All right. Um, <clears throat> sticking in, I guess the, you guys both play at noon on Sunday. So let's just go with the, the Packers game. They're traveling to Atlanta, taking on the Falcons. Yes, we are traveling to Sphincter Stadium uh, to play the Falcons, play Arthur Smith, who the, the aforementioned uh, <sighs> head coach that has very interesting opinions on all things fantasy. Uh, this game... I have a couple concerns mm-hmm. is what I've kind of lumped them into because we've talked about how good I feel after the performance last week. So the concerns going into next week. Uh, number one, I'm worried about Bijan. When we were kind of scouting out, doing our floor ceiling predictions and stuff like that before the season, I said, I think that it's going to take Bijan a couple games to really get up to NFL speed. Yeah. And then last week he like – shadow stepped through two defenders after juking another one out and got a touchdown. And it's just, it, it doesn't seem like no. he needs a couple games. No, he's ready to go. So he's good. <laughs> um, now that said, it's kind of a weird matchup for the Packers defense, because I would say the strength of the Packers defense is against the pass. Yeah. They have an emphasis on the secondary and the pass rush. Mm-hmm. They are kind of soft against the run. Yeah. So I don't know how that's going to pan out because the Falcons don't even care. They don't want to pass. No. They they, they don't I think, want it. I think Arthur Smith hates it. Yeah, I was going to say, they would like nothing more than to not pass. Yeah. So it's going to be an interesting kind of clash in terms of the way our defense is constructed mm-hmm. to counter most of the NFL, mm-hmm. and then just the Falcons totally zagging on them in yeah. that respect. Uh, and then the last concern is got a couple of health question marks uh, for the Packers, notably on like the offense. Yeah. I mean, Christian Watson who this last week, just out of nowhere, hamstring, not going to play. Fast dudes and their hamstrings, man. Yeah. It's not good. But it was like he wasn't even on the injury report till Thursday. Mm -hmm. It was weird. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dobbs was on a pitch count last week, also with a hamstring. He looked fine, but again, on a pitch count and hamstrings can be tricky. Uh, Jones, guess what? Hamstring. On that touchdown, we don't know what his status is going forward here. Y'all got bad hamstrings. I know. I don't <laughs> like, fucking understand. What the hell? <laughs> and even uh, Jade, stretch. Yeah, Jaden Reed, I think he's okay. He came down, and he had to get like helped off on one foot. Oh, my gosh. Looked like he like <laughs> tore his Achilles. And then he was out there on the hands team for the onside kick. So I was like, not ideal for a team that doesn't have the most depth. No. So it's <laughs> like, we, yeah, we have, we have a handful of guys. You guys got to back. Oh, well, he's on your team. Or get Bostic. Get Bostic for your hands. <laughs> he was a tight end. How dare you say that name in my presence. Um, yeah, so uh, there's a couple couple outstanding injury-type things. Hopefully, you know, those guys can get healthy. And uh, I don't know. Apparently, I've been hearing a lot of stuff about the Falcons' defense, but I think that was just because they were playing well, the they Well, they got Jesse Bates. Ooh. You yeah. got a pick. A- AJ Terrell's pretty good. You got a pick. You know. I mean, I don't think they're bad. I just don't think they're like a premier squad. They got, I think they got some guys. Comes they got, from they got some play guys. of the Panthers. No, there's pretty valgus defense. There's some guys out there. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. You got the you got the yep. spread. So I have, I have the spread first, right? Yeah. Sure. I'm gonna go Packers one and a half. I'm gonna go Falcons minus one. The spread is even. Vegas is just like got I got it. it. Ah, <laughs> even. I almost said even, then I was like, eh. Yeah. I've never. I feel I like we I don't never think. I don't think Vegas there. knows what to do no. with these teams because they're like, okay, both teams didn't really play a team that's great. They, yeah. They looked pretty good. The winning team on each side, but that's like, why I, ah. I, I figured it would be Falcons minus one because usually in these kind of situations they just kind of go. Eh, they're they home, give the home, home team yeah. like well, a don't point. don't they? Pump they still in usually put too? like oh yeah. 
Yeah, the Falcons got in trouble for that. They usually give them like three points for the home team usually. So maybe if, if on a neutral site, maybe the Packers are a field goal favorite. But I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't we'll know. See. They're trying to figure out the Packers, I think. They yeah. want to see if it was a fluke in week one. What do you think the over-under is? I want to put the over-under at like 41. I'm going to go 44. 40 and a half. Yeah. So <laughs> not many points in this one. Yeah. Uh, just, Arthur Smith is not a points guy. Luckily, it's not in the 30s. Uh, so that's good. I don't know if there's a game in the 30s. Barely not in the 30s. Oh, there is one. There's one. <laughs> it's the, the Giants. Get- Cardinals, Giants. Giants, Cardinals. Yep, yep, 38 and a half. Yikes. Yikes. And then Car- Commanders, Broncos, 39. Uh, all right. Over, under. We just did oh, that. you did that. Never mind. Sorry. To the Bears. I'm all distracted here. The Bears. apart over here. Ah, the Bears. All right. Where, what, who are the Bears playing? The, the Bears, Bears are so, at the Bucks. I'm not worried about this game at all because I know the Bucks <laughs> suck. <laughs> oh, he's setting himself so up. So if the Bucks suck, would that mean that anyone that lost to them also sucks? Yes. Okay. Big time. Wow. Man, you are just, you are putting so many things out in the universe that you could just get dunked on. Dustin, like, that's okay. What are, what are the, what's the Bears' plan for Vita Vea? What do you think they're going to do about him? He's like, who is that? Hopefully, Justin Fields is just faster than him. Well, he is faster than him, just a little bit, just faster, a little bit, yeah. But what if I don't he comes know? And gets you? Um, I don't even know who our linemen <laughs> are. I couldn't. I honestly couldn't name you a single offensive lineman on the Bears. You right drafted now. one in the first round this year. Oh, uh, the, the Tennessee guy. <laughs> the Tennessee. Oh yeah, that's what it says on his diehard Bears fan right yeah, here. Yeah, he's guys. the Tennessee guy. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm not like. Whoa, whoa, I'm whoa. Not gonna, I'm not going to be looking up like, oh, oh, who's, oh. Our, who's our holder and all that shit. Like, I didn't ask your holder. We asked who a lineman. Your holder is usually just your punter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, usually. I don't know who our punter is either. So, <laughs> so is Dustin, it still Kevin O'Donnell? I don't think no, so. No, O'Donnell was on the Packers <laughs> last year. Oh, well, he was on the Bears. Yeah, he <laughs> doesn't even know his own he team. He was. It's um, all right. I don't so, need to know those guys. I need to get, know the guys that I just look at the box Dustin, score at the end of the day. Dustin, would you like to make a Justin Fields passing yards bet again? What is it? Well, would you like that same 236 line? Since, no, I want Because he's got to do more than that now to hit that 4,000. Yeah. He's already behind yeah, that. He's I already behind no, I'll, I'll do whatever the line is at right now. We don't know right now. We, 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 how we did that was we took 4,000 divided by 17. No. Oh, that's see. what we did? Okay. Yeah. Were you not listening? No, I don't listen to you guys half the time. Oh my gosh! <laughs> um, all right, they're putting. Oh, they're putting him at one hundred and seventy-eight point five. I'll take the over. That's gross. That's see, like that's such a bad one. All right, how about like, we do? So how about bad. we just do like we'll just split the difference and we'll go like two hundred five. How about we do? How about we do passing touchdowns, which is currently at one point five? I'll go over. Okay, I'll go under on that one. Mm. Passing touchdowns. Passing okay. touchdowns. Yeah. So I have a potential of doing two and a half shots next week. Yes. Okay. But we don't have any hammered heartbreak. Yeah, so. I'll also go under. I don't know. Okay. I, I got to right. stick to the brand here. Yeah. So that's good. All right. So we got that rolling. Hopefully, Antonio and also I'm keeping track of shots in the uh, show doc oh, this yeah. year. Nice. So now we'll actually know. Right. What do you think the spread is? What do you think my over under on shots is? <laughs> yes. I'll bet you a shot. I bet my over under on shots is thirteen and a half. So the spread. Oh, because it's, it's, it's twelve for hammered heartbreak alone. If we go zero yeah. and three, yeah, but we're, we have side bets. So you're four. already at four. Yeah, if we go zero and three, one, no, no four, okay, it could be yeah. risking another yeah one. So yeah, Dustin, what do you think the line is? Tampa Bay one and a half. Uh, give me Tampa two. It's Tampa three. Hey, so. that's so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Who are these guys? Yeah, these guys. Uh, over under, yeah. I am going to say, let's see here. 
both these teams not very good. Um, I'm gonna, but the Bears defense is bad too. I'm gonna put it at a nice forty-three and a half. So I don't know if this is actually true, but I think the last time the Bears played the Buccaneers was 2018 when they put up 44 alone. Where, where is he going with this? I'm okay. going to put it at 40. Didn't they play them last year? I don't know. I don't know. It's not important. I'm going to put it at 45. It's 41 and a half. Hey! <laughs> did, did you get swept? Did you? <laughs> no, he got the the first spread. Oh, got the Vikings one? Yeah. I, I think I got both. I think you got the first two. You got the first uh, the Vikings lost, game, lost but then you four? lost the last four. Yikes. Yeah. That's all right. Yikes. We'll just prove you wrong. Um, nice. All right. Uh, let's end it with our two-minute drill here now. All right. Let me get the clock set up. We are doing the two-minute drill. Mm-hmm. And this is, the, for those of you that are new to the show, we go rapid-fire questions. Each one of us asks the other two one question apiece. So yep. that's six questions total. And we do it in exactly two minutes. We've never gone over, and we will never go over. Correct. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. we're under. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. What's our yeah. order going to be? Uh, uh, let's stick with how we did the segment. So, so Kevin, me, me Adam, Dustin. Yeah. Okay. And Ready? ask both your questions, obviously. Yep. Let's just do them both. Ready, set, go. Adam, is Jordan Love a guy? Not the guy, a guy. He, be Jordan Love. I put him as a fella right now. A fella? He's a fella. Okay. So he's, was, not, he's not guy status. He's a fella. That was entrapment. You, you passed. Yeah. Uh, Dustin, what is Justin Fields' record against the NFC North in his career? <laughs> I hope it's at least one in something, but I don't know. Uh, I'll give you a hint. He played 10 games. One in nine. Yeah, it's one in nine. <laughs> nice. All right, Adam, go. Uh, all right, Kevin, rank the NFC North quarterbacks one through four. Best or worst, obviously. All right. We're going to go with... Ooh. I'll put Kirk at the top for now. Wow. I'll put Kirk at the All top right. for All now. Right. Even though he threw that ball behind that guy. Um, And then I... Jared Goff is not good on the road. So I'm going to go out there. I'm going to say Jordan Love number two wow. right now. After that performance this week, okay. I feel good about that. Number three, are we rating them as passers or as overall players? Quarterbacks. Ugh. <sighs> Hurry up, Two Hurry up, Two man! <laughs> Justin Fields, Jared Goff. Yes, oh, yes. Wow. All right, Dustin. Yeah, on a scale, seconds. on a scale of one to ten, how concerned are you about Justin Fields being a bust? One. This man. One I'm was not. The, one was the highest. This Dude, man. he's still got like <laughs> at least six years in his career. Right, Jesus Christ, Dustin, you got thirty seconds. All right, uh, Kevin. What kind of trash talk do you plan on having in mind for Branson going into this week? Well, I already called a stadium a sphincter. I think that's that's <laughs> probably start. all I need. Yeah, start. I mean, I could think of like twenty eight. It's a day. cheap sphincter. Too. I could think of twenty eight <laughs> insults. He'd come back with three. I don't know. It's yeah. just there's just all kinds all of right. options. Adam, which rookie quarterback were you most impressed with this week? Um, let's go out on a limb and say Anthony Richardson. He surprised me. Yeah. I thought he would be better. I, I thought he'd be worse. So I don't even job. think that's out on a limb. Yeah, good. I mean, well, lowest expectation. Good job. He, he got hurt. And two minutes. Yeah. Nice. Hey, that was actually really good. Yeah, that was solid. Yeah, we had Kevin over here waffling with you his quarterbacks. <laughs> Jesus. The you, also, you also made him pick between four people. Yeah. It's a quick, it's a really quick thing to say. Like, I feel like it's that not was, that hard. That was the One grossest week. question you could have asked. No, 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 no. My, my, my question to you was One. yes or no about Jordan Love. And you were like, rank these it's guys. It's literally just saying four names. I don't think it should take me the top 30, 30 quarterbacks in the right now all right fine like god uh, justin fields one and nine though hmm. 
That's okay. He'll go. He'll go. Uh, we are gonna take the north, and we are not gonna give it back. He'll go five and one. This when year. exactly is that beginning? Yeah. When are you gonna take it? Uh, all right. I think that's gonna do it. Thanks for listening to another episode of Third and Forever, presented by Ten Thousand Takes. Go to the website at ten k takes mn dot com. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. If you just search ten k takes, you can also find us on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at third underscore forever ten k, where we post links to our episodes each week, as well as clips from the episode. Highlights, reactions, memes, news for the Vikings, Packers, Bears, NFC North, NFL as a whole, if it's big enough. Uh, NFL season is officially back. We are one yep. week in. We have the socials are have, popping got, the right socials now. Socials are popping. We are going to be firing off as much content as we can, especially in these early days of the season. The TikTok algorithm finally smiled the, upon yeah, us. Yeah, the TikTok algorithm is like, hey, welcome back, guys. And so that's <laughs> nice. It's time. Uh, we're going to do a lo- try to do a lot of these like post game, you know, pre game, halftime kind of stuff during our team's games, oh. as well as obviously being active on our own during that. Uh, we're going to be kind of doing a lot more cross promotion stuff. I was on. Uh, uh, status goal so like you're gonna probably see me on popping up for talking about the vikings with them and with aj probably gonna be talking with the it's a bit guys the main crew uh boss man jake wags cam all of them um football is officially fully here like there's no turning back we're we're going i liked our energy on this we're, we're going on, on this podcast so i'm, I'm happy too. about yeah. it so um Here's hoping that we had a great Monday night game that wrapped up week one. I'm sure we will. Aaron Rodgers broke his collarbone again, and the Packers are getting a second-round pick. Jesus Christ. 65%. Uh, All right. Uh, As always, I've been your host, Adam Oz, joined by my co-host, Kevin Ohm, and producer Dustin Luco. Kevin, final words. Jordan Love era. Jordan Love era.